Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the Drop-In CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to mitigate crises and help teams get back on track. This podcast is about helping the C-suite leader to navigate challenges with confidence. For today's leader, I'm here to help you get back on track. Tomorrow's leader, let me partner with you to learn the secrets of the C-suite. Wherever you're at in your career, this is the podcast for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Drop-In CEO podcast, where week after week, I get to speak to amazing leaders and share their insights and inspiration with you. And today, Fridays, I love to share my insights with you and hopefully inspire you. Now, before we get into this week's topic, I always like to talk about current events. You're going to hear a lot more personal and professional current events because even though you may be listening to this six months, two years down the road, I think all of these things are so valuable for our listeners. But I got to go first and just say, I am so excited for our recent Drop-In CEO Collective where we bring C-suite leaders, aspiring leaders together for one hour, one hour of value-packed events where we actually help you with professional networking. We help develop new skills that you need that are not always taught for the C-suite. And we provide spot coaching by myself and the beauty of the collective. So this last session we had was amazing. We didn't have a lot of people, but I don't want a lot of people. I only want the right people that feel something in their gut, that something's not right that they don't have a support system, they feel stuck, and they just want a safe space to be able to come and listen, but also contribute and engage and ask questions and put themselves out there so that we can all support each other. It's complimentary. The Drop-In CEO Collective, our next date is February 21st. If you're interested, please reach out to me. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I would love to share with you more about this because through the power of the community, we can help C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow struggle less. Whew, now I'm going to get off my soapbox because I, I just had to share that with you. I was so excited because if I'm excited, hopefully you are excited about taking control of your career for which this podcast series, the solo episodes are dedicated exactly to helping you with your career and personal goals. So we are still in the season of goal setting. It's not too late. Those goals can be changed, modified, enriched. But the problem with goal setting is staying committed to your goals. And sometimes those goals, personally and professionally, can be at odds with each other, can conflict, or just in general, it's hard to stay disciplined to be able to stick to both. And so I find sometimes as leaders, we just either, one, don't have a framework, to help you through managing commitments to goals. And mind you, things will get you off track. Life happens, new accountabilities, responsibilities, sometimes things you didn't plan for. And I said in my last podcast, we need to be kind to ourselves. We need to be agile to be able to adjust our priorities to address the things that are most urgent, urgent now, but also could impact the future. But I think what sometimes we need is a framework, some guiding principles to help you stay grounded, because I really believe that if we are unable as leaders to commit, unable to commit to ourselves, we lack 
self-discipline skills. And again, it comes with us wanting to be high performers. We want to do everything. We want to be people pleasers. We want to hustle. We want to get ahead. We want a more secure future. We want peace of mind. So sometimes we think by doing more, which is a superpower, can be our detriment. And the side effect is lack of self-discipline and lack of commitment to ourselves. So I don't want you to feel bad. I want you to feel good, but knowing that by the time you get to the end of this episode, you are going to have some perspective, one from me, because I also have those challenges day in and day out. And if some of my stories can inspire you, then it's all worth it to share. But also I will give you a framework and some suggestions on what you might consider to assure you're committed to your goals and make sure that you are aligned both in personal and professional. So let me go forth and share mine a little bit. My theme for this year was simplicity. Simplicity or keeping things simple is a guiding principle for which I will make decisions. Again, (laughs) concerning my goals, I will invest in myself and my platforms rather than chasing others. I believe you have come here as a community and told me that my voice, my message, my guests are inspirational and of value. Well, I, being that it's a superpower and a strength, I will continue to invest. And also, I want to increase my reach. So if you value this podcast and the insights that you're gaining, please don't keep it to yourself. Please, please share with others. Let other people know there's this woman that talks and talks and talks, but also listens to others and brings forth insight and ideas to help you struggle less and navigate career challenges with confidence. Please share this podcast with others, but also I got to slow down. I am investing in my well-being, so sleep is a big component. What I eat, what I do, what I think, how I spend my time is all very well, very important to keeping this drop-in CEO engine going. So there you have it. Simplicity by investing in myself and my platforms, increasing my reach, focused on my well-being are the big goals that I'm focused on. And it doesn't necessarily matter what happens on the other end, but these are things that are important to me that I firmly believe will help me have a greater impact and influence on the lives I seek to serve. But let me give you some examples of what this might look like. And again, I have scripted this a little bit, but there are some stories in here that may resonate with you. So I'm going to slow down a little bit. I have a parking ticket sitting up or a speeding ticket sitting here next to my computer screen where I wrote on it, slow down. Sometimes I go too fast (laughs) and it may be that you may not be able to consume or hear the messages that I'm giving you. So I'm going to slow down a little bit and share some stories that hopefully resonate with you. And I want you to slow down and think in parallel, what are some scenarios that you also experience when it comes to making sure that your goals, both personal and professionally are aligned? So here's a scenario, and I'm sure this is similar for all you. What if I dedicated myself to 60 hours in pursuit of my career goals, but this creates complexity in my personal life. Because if the more hours I work, and it may be in pursuit of a promotion, that exposure, that project, the personal satisfaction you glean from working on that project, it could create complexity in your personal life because maybe you won't cook or serve healthy meals or spend time with family. Now, it's one of those things I try to do it all, and I know you do as well. But in the process of trying to be a busy bee or an energizer bunny and trying to make a huge impact on the world, ultimately, I may violate a key principle of mine and lose sleep. And then I violate one of my personal goals of well-being. 
And then we spiral out of control and can't commit to our goals. So think about it. Sometimes when you are pedal to the metal and trying to press forward on a career goal, ask yourself, does it conflict and impart complexity and violates one of your personal goals? So one could be, and if this is you, <laughs> you could make the decision, a financial decision to invest in a meal service. You could invest in a cleaning service, maybe even Uber <laughs> to shuttle your children around if that is part of it as ways to maintain that balance of a professional goal while making sure good meals are had and you're not worrying about all the other things maybe in the house or in your vicinity that you need to do. So again, decision logic. If you violate one of your rules, what are some things that you can do to bring yourself back in balance? Now, I'll share another story. And again, going a little bit off of professional, going more into the personal. As you know, I am part of a curling community. I love to curl. And sometimes we curl competitively outside of our particular club. And one of the goals I have a group of women that I love to curl with was we wanted to do three bond spiels. That's a tournament and be successful and also enjoy the good times we had together. Well, what happened in the process was we went to two bond spiels and also without one of our players. One of our players had an injury, so we had to round out with another player. But it was so important to have good chemistry so that we enjoyed ourselves. Again, a personal goal to enjoy time with friends and community. And we tried after two bond spiels, again, a tournament, to try to schedule a third one. And every time I tried to schedule a third one, again, it was one of our goals. We just couldn't agree on a date. When we found a date and a tournament, one of the people couldn't go. And then a second person couldn't go. And I said, oh, this is the signal from the universe. This is not meant to be. So I felt like I wasn't achieving a personal goal. But instead, I had to realize the fact was we were trying to build community amongst ourselves, have a good time in the curling community, and ultimately, we did have a very good time. In one of our tournaments, we were the A event runner-up. And in another tournament, we were the D event winner. All of these tremendous accomplishments with us curling on Sunday, that is always a goal, and getting piped in by the bagpiper celebrating us making it to the finals. So when you think about it, one of the goals was just to enjoy more time doing curling with the people I care about. But we didn't do three bond spiels. We only did two. You should still celebrate this because you maintain balance. You did something personal and you weren't forcing yourself to achieve a particular number. We are so results oriented. We have to reach a particular number, but we fail to realize the journey. Same thing goes with weight loss. <laughs> weight loss is a journey, but it is part of a more holistic venture in health and wellness. And if you don't make a particular number, but you feel amazing and people are saying, hey, you look good. Is the haircut new? Did you buy new clothes? Ultimately, that is peace of mind and what we are in pursuit of. Peace of mind. We feel whole. People recognize us for our accomplishments and they really don't care about the number. So one more thing that I'll share with you is that today I had three things to get done. But when I woke up early, I'd only got two of the three things done. But the point being is that actually, and I'll correct that, I actually slept in a little bit. <laughs> I didn't expect to. And I only got two of the three things done. And the thing is, is my old mind said I could feel bad about not getting a particular amount of work done. But the two things I got done, I got done really, really well. And later in the day, I had a brainstorming session with somebody and 
I had to do a podcast interview with somebody. I'm grateful for being interviewed as well. And had I gotten up earlier to get that extra work done, because that was a goal. I had three professional goals I wanted to get done. I would have violated my sleep, my personal well-being, and I wouldn't have shown up well for others. And then I would have felt bad because I couldn't give my all. So those are the challenges we are faced with when we try to do it all rather than celebrating what we actually get done. And so what are we supposed to do when we are faced with these challenges? We're faced with decisions every day for which we think we're judged on how much we get done or getting a particular number. And instead, we should focus on what have we done well and also celebrate the good things and not what we haven't gotten done. But I think what we lack is a framework. And I'd love to give you something that you could put into practice. So if you've been casually sitting back and just listening to this, I'm going to give you something that I think might help you. So you might want to straighten up, get a pen and paper, get your laptop ready, get uh, ready to get some ideas written now. But, But if nothing else, I just want you to listen and put it in the context of how this might work for you. It's very simple, but I'm going to bring it home to you on why this is so important. I'm interrupting this episode to offer an absolutely free networking and educational opportunity I have created and I want you to be there. If you're a mid-level manager that loves your team and has a desire to accelerate your leadership growth, it is possible for you to become that executive leader in the next 24 months. Regardless of your area of specialty, and I know so many of you are talented, you have what it takes to be on the front line collaborate with others, and get the job done. However, let me show you how to leverage that specialized knowledge to create solid connections with other leaders while shifting your focus from day-to-day leadership skills to long-term CEO strategy. Head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on the Drop-In CEO Collective to register for your next meeting. Now, back to the conversation. And so career goals. I talk about just three. One should be around personal development. One should be very strategic in nature, setting you up for the long term. And one might be very tactical around building a new skill that sets you up for being successful for the strategy. Think about those things, just three business goals. Don't write down everything that's on your performance review. Just write down three business goals. The other thing is I would like you to write down three personal goals. And again, not work-related, community, family, self, friends, whatever it is, a new skill, a new hobby, what have you. I want you to write them down and write them down side by side. And next, under your career goals, this is the next step in the process. You do this both for career goals and for personal goals. What are your guiding principles? What are your non-negotiables? What are those things that if they're violated, you're going to get really mad because you have sold yourself short or you feel like you've crossed over the line? They've got to be really firm things that you stand by because ultimately we need to be able to make better decisions. So for example, (laughs) a guiding principle for your career. Again, you've got three business goals. I will at work at most 40 hours. Deb, that sounds so hard. I've got so many meetings and I've got to work across three regions and I've got all these emails and oh, by the way, they want to report next week and I haven't started. Okay, (laughs) but it's a guiding principle. Principles can be violated, but it's going to get you mad. 
if I can't work 40 hours, how am I going to be able to focus on my personal goals or my other career goals? So again, it's a goalpost. If it's 50, that's fine. But something that if you violate it, it's going to remind you that you violated and you're going to move to action to come back. Unless you put a goalpost in play, you never know what are you going to cross over and be violated. If you don't put some limits and some boundaries, uh, you're going to work yourself to death. Or another goal, another guiding principle in order to be able to move your career forward. I will make sure I dedicate 10% of my time on strategic work. I will also work 20% on personal development. That's 30%. And 70% will be the tactical work. And that other 30%, again, we're up to 130%, that other percent that I can't get done with the tactical work, somebody is probably not even waiting for it. It's on me. So I could probably squeeze by and push some of that work off to the following week. Again, we talk about time management skills and the drop-in CEO collective. There are so many skills I can give you. Again, I'm a, still a student of that, but you can spend better use of your time. So set a guiding principle, 10% strategic, 20% personal development, only 70% on the tactical work at hand. Guiding principles that if they're violated, you're going to get mad and upset. Not down on yourself, but will be a call to action to do something different next time. Perhaps personal goals. Guiding principles. Now, these are some of my guiding principles. Dinner every night at six with at least one adult present. Again, when I was at three kids in the house, we just had this routine, six o'clock, we'd be coming together as a family to eat a meal. And one of us could be traveling, but at least one of us was there. And even if both of us were traveling, Dan, the nanny, yes, we eventually had a nanny to manage three kids, one of us was always there, again, want to interrogate our children over their day <laughs> to make sure they were on track so they knew we would be asking questions about their day, but also to have those valuable discussions and conversations that need to be had. If we didn't, we made sure the next day we did. Another guiding principle of mine is bed by nine, and I cannot do that all the time. I curl tonight from 6 to 7.30. By the time I get home, it's 8.30. I will not be in bed till 9.30, but I know Tuesday, <laughs> Tuesday, I'm going to say goodnight, honey. I'm going to go up to bed by eight and hopefully asleep by nine. It's something that, yes, I'll get upset. I will be able to function with less sleep, but we cannot continue to violate these guiding principles in your personal life because ultimately you're going to break and not be able to serve anybody. And maybe a third one, and this is for me, is I try to read during the week. I love to read, but maybe it's only possible on Saturday mornings. Reward yourself if you can't done it. Do something when you plan to do it. Then reward yourself and do it at another time during the week. Feel good for at least squeezing it in. Now, I've given you a lot right now. These are some of the guiding principles that I go by. I want you to check your goals. I want you to write down the guiding principles for your personal and professional. But here's the big thing. If you cannot stick to your goals, and you are not abiding by your guiding principles at least 80% of the time, you have to ask yourself a broader question. Why are you not able to commit to goals? Why are you not self-disciplined in investing in yourself? You're going to say, Deb, but I'm working so hard. I'm trying to balance everything. The family, the husband's traveling. The wife is traveling. Elderly parent has gotten sick. Yes, I understand those. I told you those are the urgent matters in your life that you have to deal with. But when things get back to control, go back to their goals and don't go into the hamster wheel again. What can you do differently 
to say no or yes to yourself and not others. And it's hard. But I promise you, if you can be self-disciplined in your goals by leveraging guiding principles, you will be seen by your peers and the people that work for you and others around you that you are a leader worth following because you have discipline, you have accountability, and you're committed to the goals. And that is leadership. Now, it's not easy. (laughs) I'm here to help you. But I do ask that you write these down, write them down when you get a moment, if you're listening in your car, write these things down and commit to trying this approach within the next week. It will at least get you one step further to seeing what does work for you and what doesn't. It is always about taking control, about committing to your goals one step at a time. And if you cannot do it, learn from it and move in another direction until you can. But I will also say, and I was just came off a podcast interview, never do this alone. Seek for a support group. Consider the Drop-In CEO Collective. We are here to support you. Come together, answer your questions, your specific situations about goal setting, how to influence people, all of these things. I ask that you try to make the commitment to yourself and try it on your own, but just know I am here to support you. The Drop-In CEO Collective is here to support you. I have other resources. You can go to my website, dropinceo.com to find out my services, my book, the drop-in collective, and everything else that could potentially help you get back on track. And if you also just want to ask me a quick question, reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm very active. It is me answering those questions. There is no admin behind the scenes providing that level of support. I am here to connect with you. And if it's a quick question, I'll leave you a voice message or type back a response to you. But if you need a little bit more, consider dropping in with me and have a conversation because I am here to support the C-suite leaders of today and tomorrow, navigate your challenges so you struggle less and achieve more time with friends, family, and what you want to do. I do sincerely care about you and each person that has a conversation with me. I am sincerely overjoyed by getting to know you, but also if I can impart some insight or help you think differently, help you stay on track with your goals, realize the self-discipline to make a commitment to yourself, you will realize more success and more joy. And that's all I want for you. So thank you for joining me on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I do hope this was helpful. And if you like this, please share with others. We don't want to do this alone. We want to share good stuff. Let your friends know. Share this link with other people. We want more people in the Drop-In CEO community. We want to bring more insights. And I just want to just say thank you. A sincere thank you for joining me. And I do wish you continue success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.